Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to The Midlife. We're so happy to have you guys here with us. Hi, Trace. Hi, Kimby. Hi, everybody. What's going on? What is going on? Just, you know, I'm starting to feel the end of the year coming. And yeah, yeah you feel that? That energy I do. kind of I feel like it's an important reflective time. I mean, there are a lot of those times in the year, in my opinion, <laughs> or that I feel, but end of year is a big one because I feel like everyone's doing it. So there's this very uh you know full energy of everyone kind of feeling that change coming mm. and and whether you do something about it or not or actually be thoughtful about it or not that's I, I'm kind of interested in what what you do or what everyone does or doesn't do you know like do you new year resolute are mm. you one of those people I'm not. I'm not a new year's resolution kind of person although I do appreciate like the clean slate I like the feeling of January, like um, that it's a clean slate, Mm -hmm. but I don't do the resolution thing because I feel like I live my life in a way that I'm always trying to be better anyway. And Mm -hmm. I don't need a special time of year to decide that I'm going to do something Mm -hmm. or commit to something. So, and I also think that that sort of sets you know, me up or, you know, for less disappointment, like, oh, I blew my new year's resolution. Yeah. They seem to be, uh, tricky, right. With the new year's resolution. Cause even just the words, right. Mm. Have kind of a connotation that you're going to start something and blow it. <laughs> that's sort right? of like how I feel collectively. It, it feels like that's sort of what it's turned into. Um, so yeah. I. So what do you do? You sound like you do it all the time. Do you do anything well, to close out the year or? I mean, we've always done something, right? Which is kind of fun. And I, I like, so I like yeah. marking the occasion of the transition to a new year. Like that feels very cleansing for me. And mm. so it's not, that, so it's, it's not that it's resolution. It is reflection, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind the concept of of having this time of the year where it's like you can you can really remember where you were a year ago, right? Like you don't necessarily remember where you were on uh, June, you know, thirtieth of last year, but you do. Pre- you have a good idea of what you were doing last holiday season. So I do think it's like an important time of reflection, um, hopefully to see how far you've come and to give yourself a little credit for what's different and what's improved. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we do a good enough job of marking the little victories. So sometimes we need that whole year to go, you know, like, actually, I am better about this, or I do feel more optimistic about that, or, you know, that kind of thing. And so I do like marking that feeling. And I love that you've always put together basically this kit that sort of pinpoints all these areas to reflect upon. And I love that. I love, mm. I love your reset ritual kit. It's always fun. I love that it's always di- a little bit different every year. Um, and I just love that, that feeling 
of marking it with a ritual, a ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We do love a good ritual. <laughs> we do love a good ritual. And I love, and you know, and we do right when we do that, right? We like do right sort of our intentions for the year, but it feels very different than a resolution. Like, it's not like I'm going to work out, you know, yes. 365 days in a row. I'm going to quit smoking. I don't smoke. I'm just saying like, that's a common resolution. Right. I think, yeah, it's more of a get yourself to kind of, I, I love, I'm actually going to add to it. I love your idea of like the celebration of yeah. yourself of the year, like celebrating what has changed or who you are right now. And that seems like a really fun um, step to it. So like a celebration of looking where I was last year, where I am now. Um, and then I, I love the piece of kind of also the things that I want to get rid of from this last year, like the energy that feels stuck or the energy that, yeah, or just things that like I no longer want. I don't, they're not useful to me. They're not helpful. They're not, you know, if it's my ideas, if it's, you know, um, thoughts that I have about myself or other people or of, you know, anything, right? Work, life, whatever it is. And I, I like that cleansing reflective, you know, like pulling all the stuff that I'm like, I am done with at the end of this year. And and we do like to like burn that piece of paper and just set it free and get rid of it and, you know, cleanse and, and, uh, you know, sage and smudge and really just cleanse the house and the space and yourself from all of that junk to move forward. And then, and then have that other dreamy part of it, right? Where you're, you're not, committing to a resolution, but you're dreaming, you're being creative. Like, what do I want for this year? When I sit here next year, what do I want to be different? Who do I want to be like, you know, really just kind of dreaming of like, what, what you want, what you want your life to look like the end of next year. And so then, then you get to, with that intention, move forward into your year. And I think that's really cool. I mean, I think it's cool to do it anytime, but like you said, it's, there's something about marking the end of the year and the start of the new. That's a great check-in every year with yourself of like, okay, what else would I want to do? Or and, and I feel like the years go by so fast that we we forget to stop and reflect and yeah. and and do celebrate our wins and dump what's not necessary and like really kind of clean house. Yeah. Um, take take some inventory. Yeah. And I love how, so we we always like write something that we want to let go of or things we want to let go of for the year. And we burn that piece of paper and you always recommend taking a picture of it. So you remember, which I don't follow directions. Like I'm a rebel. You can't tell me what to do. I I usually do a picture of what you want, not a picture of what you're letting go of. Oh, oh, good. Cause I didn't. Yeah. And so the, but okay. So that's even more fascinating because I didn't take a picture of it. I don't remember what it was, but I do know that I have a lighter feeling this year than I did a year ago. And so I don't even want to stop mm-hmm. to think about what it was that I let go. Cause clearly it worked and I don't want to recall it. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, I love that. Yeah. I don't want any, any proof of what you let go of. That's just for you. And yeah. that is literally just handing back to the world, right? Like put it back in the universe. It's just atoms at this point. It's just energy, like everything else. And like, we're just going to cleanse it and put it back in and make some more oxygen for everybody, (laughs) you know? But I also don't remember what I wanted for myself, but I feel like, oh, well. (laughs) 
I, I know, but but I bet when you reflect and you do your celebration, you'll see how yeah. much you've changed. I mean, I can see how much you've changed. I know that even oh, like yeah. people that know you like have seen and feel like such a change. I know people who talk to me at the end of this year, you know, are like, Trace, you know, you seem so happy. You seem so yeah. grounded, you know, and I'm like, yeah so cool, (laughs) you know? So it does feel different than last year did in in certain ways. And that's so cool. I love that piece that you really kind of brought out so beautifully. Like, let's celebrate ourselves. That's some fun. I just, I, so, I mean, I have very clear memory of this part last year. And then in January, we went, when we did our big retreat. Um, And I feel like the versions of us today, a year later, are so much lighter and airier. Mm-hmm. Like that was like kind of a weird, yeah. heavy time. Wasn't it? It was a weird, heavy time. Yes. I feel it. I feel the lightness. I also feel the groundedness. Yeah. So there is there is that like, you know, juxtaposition of it. Like I feel really rooted. Yes. And also free. Yeah. Really light. So the creativity feels like it's flowing. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like a helium balloon, like when you put the thing on the bottom so that it's, they don't blow away, but it can still wave in uh-huh. the wind. Right. Like, yeah. So great. So got to keep it grounded. Right. Otherwise well, it's gone. <laughs> life will do that for you. It'll keep it real and grounded. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so I'm really looking forward uh, to doing that. And uh, You know, and I think it's kind of funny I mean, it makes sense, right? Like it's a new year. It's a good time to do these things. But also we should stop restricting ourselves to doing those kinds of rituals just to a year end. Like you're allowed to reset anytime you want. Like you don't have to wait for some occasion. Yeah. Yes. And I got a lot of feedback last year that some people, you know, got it for a holiday gift or a New Year's gift and um, this, this kit that we put together and they they waited, you know, and they didn't want to do it. Like we do it on new year's as like a, Mm -hmm. a part of the celebration of the new year, but they waited and they wanted to do it in January when they had a little more downtime and they, you know, and then someone else waited even longer and they, you know, let me know, like, actually I did it in spring. Like that's when it felt like I was Mm -hmm. ready to do that. And, you know, and I love that. And that's when we even like kind of renamed it. It's like, it's not a year end kid. It's an anytime kid. It's just a reset. And, you know, you can do that multiple times. And even the kit leans to that this year. So there's more pieces in it that you can use throughout the year to make sure that you're checking in on yourself and you're cleansing and that, you know, you have this uh, ritual that you can keep going throughout the year to reset yourself whenever you feel like it. Yes. And it seems like, you know, there's always the cynic in me that can kind of step away and be like, I mean, really, does it matter if you burn a piece of paper or you light some plants on fire? And but the crazy thing is you feel it like you really do feel that energy lift, change, morph, like open you up to new possibilities. Hmm. So great. I, yeah. I, yes, I think any kind of a ritual that you put intention on, right? And just t- even taking the time to sit down and write and think and open your heart. And, you know, it's so powerful. Yeah, no, I, I find it scary too because, I mean, there's things I'm a, like, a, I'm a barrier 
And it's like when you sort of take that moment and you open up that Pandora's box, like it's a little frightening what comes out, but also that moment of being just like critically honest with yourself about what's not working and what you truly want, like allowing yourself to actually dream and want and to believe that you're Mm -hmm. deserving of it. Like not that everything comes easily or that it's going to work out exactly as you want or that you have the right vision, but to allow yourself the possibility that things could be not only better, but amazing. Mm. Yeah. And that you get to create it, right. And that you get to decide and you get to shift it and you get to, you know, you get to form it how you want to. It's so powerful. And I think it, the more you practice it and the more you speak that into reality and feel it in your heart, it's, it's definitely shifts you. Yeah. You know, it shifts what you think is possible and what you think is available to you. I'm just going to, I just, I know, I know that there, I know there are ears out there that are, you know, me in past versions that think that, yeah, well, maybe that works for other people or maybe, you know, I don't believe in that or that doesn't really work Mm -hmm. or like, oh, sounds great, but that's not the way life really goes. And I don't know, I don't mean, I don't want to can like convince somebody that you that you, you know, it's not like even buying in. It's just like, allow yourself the possibility to believe that things can be different and great for yourself, that you are as deserving as anybody else for that. I decide like really my heart kind of breaks for the person that I was that wouldn't have, that took me so long to believe that for myself. So if you're that person Mm -hmm. out there listening, like there's no more cynical human being on the planet than me. And I could just tell, say that like being vulnerable, opening yourself up to what you truly want, allowing yourself to believe that there's something better for you is totally possible. I mean, I remember a time in my life where I had literally somebody asked me, like, if you could go like anywhere on an adventure, you know, where would it be? And I was like, I don't know, because I'd never even like stopped for a moment to consider what I would actually want. Right you now, we don't we we are not accustomed to asking, stopping and asking ourselves, right? What do we want? What, right? What do we think is awesome about ourselves and the celebration? What do we want to get rid of? What's not working? You know, just all that stuff. We don't always, when you ask people like, what do you want? Or what, you know, what's your dream? They're like, what, what do you mean? (laughs) You know, because it's, it's not a normal question that we stop and ask ourselves or even think that we're allowed to sometimes. Well, I think it's layered no matter what, with this pre-programming, at least it is for me, that how does my answer affect all these other people that I'm supposed to be responsible and beholden to? Which is not true. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's what not does like that mean? Be, I mean, it's like, mean? I would, I would never say, you know, I think I've had a hard time deciding what I truly wanted because I feel like I've been pre-programmed to think about everybody else first. And so that would stop me from like dreaming into what I really want, because as if me having would take away from somebody else, which is not the truth, right? Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't even answer. But that was the belief. That's the belief, right? Is that you're, you're Mm -hmm. not being a good wife. You're not being a good mother. You're not being a good daughter. If you don't consider how your choices affect the other people first. Mm, right. And the flip of that 
is that if the people love you, they want the best for you and they want you to be happy and do the things you want to do. Yeah. And it makes you a better you. It makes you a better... Right. And when you're dreaming into what makes you full up and and happy and, you know, feel joyful, then you show up as a better you and wife and mom and friend and all of those things. And so when we're doing it the opposite way, which is like a learned behavior, we're showing up as a different version of ourselves, right? We're not full up. We're like, we need to do for them to feel good about us instead of us feeling good about us. What the hell was that? That's so tricky, right? It's tricky yeah. and it's, it happens and it's a programming. So it's like, it's something you definitely have to work at, right. And practice. And so that's why I think these rituals and things like that, you know, just talking about it and even thinking about it, like plants those seeds that, you know, do actually grow. And even though you're thinking this is ridiculous, maybe <laughs> we're having all these conversations all the time and stuff, but every one of these conversations are the same conversations that, now I'm thinking a little bit more, uh, even yeah. myself with, with us having all these conversations and talking to the people we're talking to now and, you know, having all of these, you know, true conversations of bringing it up and thinking about it. I'm thinking about it more, you know, and yeah. I'm reflecting more on my life. And it's like, it's, it's important to keep this in our, our working brain, you know, in our conscious. I think it's really cool. And I think it adds up. For sure. And I think you're like me in that I have engaged in an aggressive counter programming effort with my children. So like all the things that I felt responsible for, I'm like, you don't have to come live back at home. You can go live anywhere you want. I will come visit you. You should, you know, you don't have to take this narrow linear path. You don't have to have a job that makes sense to everybody else so that I can tell people what you do. Like, you know, you want to hit the road with the band, go for it. Like just complete counter-programming to the way that I feel that I was, you know, raised. Yeah. And isn't that so wonderful then to, to, that's when I say like, then mother yourself. Right. Use that same energy that seems easy to use with people you love towards mm. yourself. And what would I say to my kid? And I, I lose that. And, you know, I use that a lot with people. It's like, okay, w- would you talk to your kid that way? So how would you talk to your kid? And now talk to yourself mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. And show up for yourself in that way so that you get to experience that kind of mothering and loving and, you know, kindness and support, right? And freedom, Yeah. You know, what you're telling them is do whatever, be yourself, be authentic, go for it, try stuff. Right. And so we all get to, we all deserve that. Don't we? Yeah, I think for sure. There's a line in an Eagle song that isn't coming, like it's coming to me in concept, but not the line about like, um, it's definitely from Desperado and it's like, you know, like you've got, you're like locked in the door, but you've got the key, Mm. you know? And so it's like we have we have these like false imprisonments that we've created for ourselves that we complain about and lament about. But the truth is like we've created those situations. And so even if this like moment at year end is just a baby step of, you know, finding the key and just being like, you know what, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't serve me. I don't have to. I can imagine a world where I don't have to. And instead I can want to. I think that's kind of, I think that that's a powerful thing that maybe the year end gives us. Like, even though it's just, it is another day and just another turn of the calendar, 
there is something just profoundly meaningful about changing the year. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a naysayer and it feels like a no, then do it in fun, right? Like right. We, I, we always had through a big party and just left, like put the fireplace on, left paper and pen out for everyone to do the ceremony. It was like, I'm going to explain the ceremony. You want to do it, do it, don't do it. You know, here we are, we're having fun with it. And it just becomes playful. Do it with your family. Do, you know, like we'll, we'll explain the whole ritual for you, but you know, it's really, it's, and we'll have a video up to explain it so that you can do it at home or you can get yourself some ritual kits and, you know, it's such a fun way to kind of be playful with it and, and just try it and see how it feels, right? Yeah. Instead of deciding how it's going to feel, try it because it's interesting to see what it actually feels like. So is that how it started? This whole thing was just like a party game? Yeah. I mean, I always did it for myself. I, I always did it for myself. And then I love to have people over. I love to have parties. And I decided, well, why not just offer it? And so I left like these, you know, cool ceremonial papers and pens and, you know, put on the fireplace and just explained it and said, go for it. And like, and people came back every year because <laughs> it was something so fun, fun to do, you know, and then it started to, to, you know, branch out. And so, yeah, I made it a kit because it was just like, you I got to see how much it meant to people. Yeah. To to take the time. And I think there is something fun when you're doing it playfully and fun and you introduce it to your families and or your friends or, you know, and just kind of make it like a an, not a heavy thing and just yeah. see what it feels like. See see what that shift does for you. And I think it's really important to know like we'll have all the information about how to do it. Like you don't have to get you know, the kit that we've put together to participate in it at all. You can like figure out your own um, supplies and stuff. Like it's really, really, you can make it as simple as you want, you know, or we've got the kit that's a little bit more elaborate, more fun and makes an amazing gift. I know um, we have a friend that bought them as client gifts, which that was like genius, such an easy thing mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Um I've had it uh, team building like at work. Yeah. They bought it for like a whole team and did it together as a team. And like, I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, but so, yeah, but you're not excluded from participating in this, you know, moment, whether you do it as the year end or you think it come back to it in the spring, like it'll all be on the website. So it's totally available. We just want it to be one of those things that makes things better for you. That's all. Totally. And if you have some ritual that you do yeah. or something that, you know, works for you, share with us, please. We're always open to learning and, you know, we want to hear what you guys, you know, do or what your thoughts about, you know, doing a ritual are for sure. Yeah. Let's, let's chat about it. And who knows your ritual might show up in our ritual kit next year. Who knows? That would be fun.